Hello, this is Naziati Muhammad Yaakob. This evening, I'm going to talk about the subject of architecture school, the idea of architecture education. In particular, I would like to refer to Hans Mayer, who is the second director of the Bauhaus. And much of this discussion today will be based on some writings by Graham McKay, quote, Architecture Misfit Number 1, Hans Mayer, unquote. Misfits Architecture, published on June 11, 2011, excess on August 15, 2022. So I hope that is enough for me to cite the origins of what I'm going to quote now. Hans Mayer thought that architects should deal with real problems in real ways and to not pretend they were an artistic elite. For him, buildings had to be useful for people and for society. To him, what a building did and how comfortable it made the people who use it was the only thing that mattered. Functionalism was more than not wasting money on ornament or building more space than was necessary. For him, it meant an efficient structure and practical construction. It meant materials with properties that produce an environmental benefit for the occupants. In, uh, quote, environmental is still a very new term for today's architects, but back in 1930, Hans Mayer considered the thermal and other properties of the materials he used. There is a famous quote on Wikipedia about what he thought should determine a building, the worth of the of the building was in what it did and how well it did it. So this particular writing by Graham McKay is what he says about Hans Mayer and it seems to resonate with a unit to design studio approach on what an architect should do, which is to deal with real problems in real ways and not pretend they were an artistic elite. Okay. And it has to be useful for people and for society. Now, the next quote is what he referred to that was found in Wikipedia regarding what Hans Mayer said in 1928. Number one, sex life. Two, sleeping habits. Three, pets. Four, gardening. Five, personal hygiene. Six, weather protection. Seven, hygiene in the home. Eight, car maintenance. Nine, cooking. Ten, heating. Eleven, exposure to the sun. Twelve, services. These are the only motives when building a house. We examine the daily routine of everyone who lives in the house and this gives us the functional diagram. The functional diagram and the economic program are the determining principles 
of the building project. And um, Grandma Kay um, also talked about his housing project, uh, people's apartment, um, 90 low-cost apartments, or the Dessau Torton Apartments in 1930, and how it is very practical with balcony access. Um, he talked about it in this article. He considered Hans Mayer to be architecture misfit number one, which is, you know, the highest possible uh, place that he would place Hans Mayer with regard to all the architects that he read about. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm, I would like to talk about architecture curriculum, in particular studio-based learning, um, and in particular the direction an architecture school should be taking. And when we think about the design thesis projects that we had done in many, many years, way back to maybe um, much earlier than the last 20 years, a lot of projects on the architecture school or the built environments faculty was taken up by students of architecture in the final thesis and the sites are varied. One was the existing old um, faculty building and it's now the Faculty of Electrical Engineering and how Taekwon had gutted it out and made it into um, a very interesting project that looks into the an, an ongoing workshop and used utilizing the in-between in spaces. There was another project and it wasn't so much into that sort of in-between spaces solutions. And now this particular batch, James is doing this, um, also the School of um, Built Environment and Allied Arts. And interesting enough, he decided to cite it next to the faculty of en the existing faculty of engineering, uh, where um, a residential college too is located. And of course, somebody else is doing the residential colleges, and we shall see the master planning, of course. But that site is obviously leaning architecture towards engineering. Architecture has been around centuries and we always consider architecture to refer to the beginning, I think in the 18th century when it was in the Beaux-Arts tradition and establishing the master apprentice model in architecture education where in the studio, the student or the apprentice seek to learn from the master um, and, you know, went on to study. And, and this has been the um, model that we've 
been thinking about when to do with architecture curriculum. I believe that the studio master in the present system of architecture education should be strong in design, should be able to command in architecture design work or in teaching architecture design. And one of the things that the studio master should exist in in practicing architecture in a way or practicing design at the very least to actually be in touch with what's happening uh, currently to be in touch with architecture practice. Um, if the studio master is not in touch with architecture practice, he or she should be reading a lot, knowing a lot about it, and engage in a team of studio masters that has people who are in architecture practice. And this is a formula that I always try to maintain when I when I'm able to get people like Kevin Martlow and Lisa Fu to be engaged in the in our uh, studio. So, um, architecture education, when I refer back to Hans Mayer, um, I mean, several, a few centuries after um, the Beaux-Arts, then we have the Bauhaus, and Hans, Hans Mayer is the proper educator, in the sense, who created... Um, the correct curriculum for architectural education. Here another quote from Graham McKay's writing in his blog, the Bauhaus was never meant to be a school of architecture. It started as a school to unite crafts and industrial processes by creating prototypes of objects that would be sold to industry for mass production and sale. So under Gropius, which is the first director, buildings were only one part of a total work of art. So Gropius left the Bauhaus and went to America, to Harvard University, and promote the Bauhaus way of teaching architects. Well, in here, Graham said that this meant that architects were more like artists than engineers. So this is what I'm thinking about what currently we see architecture education, especially in the first year. Somehow this curriculum in the first year has something to do with understanding line, shapes and forms and looking more of the design or artistic aspects or creating design in the artistic process, it's more like a work of art, yeah? Uh, objects that are doesn't have scale, doesn't put the person in it yet. So, um, I was able to be part of an examination of a curriculum of a university 
um, and saw that the first year uh, program quickly the curriculum started from artistic principles to design principles to um, designing with human beings in terms of the scale. So um, this is tricky. What I'm trying to say, I'm just giving an illustration of the architecture programs that I find the first year since many, many years. And um, if there is a distinct uh, explanation, there's, it is made distinct that this project is about art and design and this project is about architecture, that's fine, you know, but um, we should not really uh, bluff or cover it up as if it's architecture. Um, but I don't see the reason why it should be taught in the main studio program. It should be taught, you know, artistic process. It should be taught parallel like in graphic communication, it shouldn't be the main architecture project. You should start with anthropometrics and um, ergonomics at the very beginning. You should start with proper architecture function, function and space and volume. Start it off at the beginning from the from the first day that first year student of architecture should uh, study. So, um, Graham McKay says Hans Mayer is the person who is, should be, um, lauded or commended or highlighted to be the person who established architecture curriculum as what it should be. So, that's the, the thinking behind architecture education in the first year and architecture education in the as a whole from first, second, third to fourth and fifth year should all be having the same idea as what Hans Mayer said in which architecture deal with real problems in real ways and not pretend they're an artistic elite. So, and has to do with whether the building is comfortable, whether you design it and orientate it and orientate it in a way that it should allow for better cross ventilation and orientation according to um, where the building would be uh, in the east and west um, configuration where there shouldn't be the hot sun facing a facade and s stuff like that. And it's very practical way and approach of design. And the, the design challenges could be different things year after um, semester after semester and, and the learning outcomes and certain types of uh, uh, building or space type should be, um, you know, uh, should be, challenged. For example, when we were involved with the second year 
in the second year of um, Kevin Matlow, uh, myself, we were uh, teaching two second year batches. We made sure that students of architecture do in-between spaces, then made sure that wet and dry spaces and function, functionalism in a way, um, like a health center with swimming pool and see what, and teach the student um, properly how to do um, the planning or the spaces, how to design spaces so that the circulation spaces does not mix wet spaces and dry spaces. <coughs> so when you choose an architect, uh, a program or an architectural design project is with it, the intention of um, uh, getting the student to learn the right things at the right time. For example, we we propose housing of 20 units for the second year, but um, it wasn't something acceptable because housing should not be in the second year, says people. Uh, but uh, students of architecture, they can take, they can do anything. They can, they can be challenged in many ways. It's just the guidance that you need to um, provide, you know. We shouldn't um, um, give excuses for students of architecture, um, uh, where it's too difficult or not for them and so on. Um, if there is proper guidance, they could master it. And, and I think the second year batches that we were involved with um, and exposure that they had in, in learning about tectonics and how to dry construction techniques, uh, either timber, use of timber or steel, um, and visiting sites and visiting... Uh, uh, traditional houses in Campo Baru, for example, or uh, shop houses, and uh, or um, examples of case studies, visiting case studies of uh, design uh, houses and looking at joints and looking at um, sketching and studying. That helps a lot and actually um, um, for the students of architecture to actually um, to to be confident and actually, I mean, to build up the skills and through the observation and through understanding, you know, of these different visits or the visits of these different um, cases. So when you talk about first year, when you talk about second year, when you talk about third year and the building up of the skills, confidence, um, emphasis on manual drawings and sketches, Emphasis on um, interviewing clients, interviewing the, the users, you know, um, and students slowly building up their, you know, their sense of understanding what are the complexities of things and throwing them different complexities, obviously, and giving them projects that they have to do deal with functionality. I mean, projects such as cultural center or art center, art gallery, we don't usually do those type of projects uh, because um, unless we have a collection and the student have to think about designing for that collection, uh, with the, every, every inch of that building has some sort of functionality in it. What aspects 
If you're talking about art gallery and you're talking about um, a condition situation, for example, when you talk about library, how do you protect the books yet make it cross-ventilated because the books are affected by um, uh, humidity and stuff like that. So when we choose the right project and that ability that the student needs to do that study and, and through research and study that they could, um, you know, they, that fact of finding out the technical uh, solutions for problems. And this will um, help them to, to learn about design approach, a uh, proper design approach. Now, think, talking about Bauhaus, talking about Hans Mayer, we shall go into um, the this project of architecture school and understanding the profession, the architectural profession, and the other associated uh, professions that relate to built environment. Um, we, sh we shall understand um, what is education and what is practice. Um, so this is something that, um, uh, in conclusion, for this podcast, um, that we should um, think about architecture education and the needs of why the architects, the profession is needed, why the architect works with the contractor to get the right design why the architect works with the engineer, why, I mean, it's, it's more liberal arts in the sense that uh, the architect um, is not a specialized course. Uh, other courses such as engineering and medicine and uh, other courses, they are very specialized, but architecture is, there's a, sees the bigger picture and that's why the architect in a project is the leader and needs to visualize and needs to coordinate and project manage um, other consultants and the architect and society to enable things to happen in society can see the bigger picture and also see the details at the same time. So that's the training of the architect and the architect, it is a criticism as it is what it is. And people say, architect, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. But they actually are masters in a way to be able to to know what they want from the different um, the different consultants, be it quantitative surveyor or or engineers. They know what they want. They can visualize what they so they can able to work with these other consultants by knowing some basic principles or way of how these other people work. So the architect, that's how we should train the architect because that's the realistic work, uh, the, the realistic world of uh, the professions. So going back to Hans Mayer and how important he is, um, it didn't start like that for the Bauhaus. It wasn't meant to be 
in architecture school, but Hans Mayer, with when he was the second director, um, that made the Bauhaus an example and a model for schools of architecture in the world until today. So we need to learn about the roots of it and who is responsible, the roots of architecture education. So this is where we go to when we start learning about that. Thank you very much.